Welcome to the Double A Sports Podcast, minor league feel with major league discussion. Here are your hosts, Alan and Alan. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Double A Sports Podcast. We are your host, Alan and Alan. This is episode 26 and days away from regular season baseball. Yeah, man, I can't wait. It's uh, it's right around the corner, man. I know. Um, Thursday. It's... Well, yeah. So what you been up to? Um, really? Just working. Um, doing stuff around the house, getting stuff ready, you know, baby shower, kind of getting those stuff figured out. Yeah, it's man. Coming quick. <laughs> Speaking of coming quick, this is MLB season, but first, which we all, I guess, thought about it was going to happen. Oh, uh, regarding the Blue Jays? Yeah. 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 So it seems like the Blue Jays are not going to be able to play in Canada this year. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. Yeah. I was surprised they actually got to do summer camp there because everyone thought it was going to be Buffalo until they got clearance to travel and then they got let in. I'm like, okay. Right. I, I figured they should have sorted this out before they started the summer camp back up. They should have had some talks and at least understood what was going to happen because if the season was going to start back up, you should have had something in mind right now. Yeah, I, th- I think what it was is their government. The, well, apparently the city, the local government, it was just the overall federal government denied it. Okay. Because everyone was clear, good to go. But I think because of the uptick in the U.S. with the coronavirus, they were like, yeah, we don't want you traveling in and out of our country. <sighs> so, Man. but pretty much less than one week before the MLB season, they got announced that they're not playing home games. Yeah, right. Exactly. What a, I mean, how do you even get settled in a situation like that as a player, as a coach, as, as the whole organization? You're like, look, what are we doing? Like, where are we going? That's not. That's not good. That's not easing any tension before the season starts at all. No, it's um, now it's like that. What if? Um, like, uh, who was it? it? Was one of the players said like, right now we're packing because they had to get ready. I think it's tomorrow or today. They have an exhibition game in Boston, so they're like, we have to pack two bags, a home bag and a away bag, because we don't know where home is going to be. Exactly, and regardless of where home is going to be, the Blue Jays are not playing a home game this season. It's going to be a 60-game road, road season. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of where they're going to play, it's they do have some luck. They don't have a home game until the next weekend. Yeah, and um, so what I've heard, um, I've heard that the Pirates are a really likely or, um, spot for them to end up at PNC Park. Yeah, so first they were think, like everyone thought, like, okay, well, they'll just go to Buffalo, their AAA facility. Which well, could still happen. It could, but then you're going to talk about really quick of the workout rooms, the batting cages need to be repaired, bullpen phones need to be installed, and really their bullpen is down the foul lines right now. Right. So you got a lot of work. So then it's like now there's like they're looking at five clubs, but now they're talking about there's possibly the real two. Is like you said, it's Pittsburgh and then Baltimore is the other club they're, they're hearing. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, I, and I know that the uh, Pirates manager, Derek Shelton, said that he had no problem with this because obviously their home games would be when the Pirates are away. Um, and, you know, they think they're just trying to do what's good for baseball and, and find these guys at home so we can get the season started. Yeah, and then apparently the Pirates are all for it because also they can get some international – Money, you know, Canada with yeah, the team. Exactly. Um, but between the two parks, I think it could work if the, both parks could be their home games. Um, there's like a few times where it would like kind of enter their schedule. Um, like the first one could be when they're technically their home game is supposed to be against the Nationals right. on 27 28. They could just play in Washington 
and just be the home team for that week until they figure this out. Right. So it's going to be a tough road for the Blue Jays. I feel bad for their, for them right now because that's not a good way to go, especially – like you said, you're basically playing all away games, and if you have to stay in Washington, even though it's supposed to be a home game, it's, it's not. Yeah, so between the both clubs, there's only five home game dates that are common with the Orioles, and five with the Orioles, and then seven with the Pirates. So they can kind of make it work between the two if they got to be both their homes for this year. So it's, it's interesting. Um, we'll have to definitely keep an eye on it and see because it, now it just makes them more of a disadvantage, I feel like. I do, too. Um, but with that being said, I still think the Blue Jays can be successful this year. Um, but like Alan said, that is a huge disadvantage for any team. Yeah, I think the biggest thing was coming in and out of the country, like technically are you supposed to quarantine for 14 days? And they were probably only allowed to be in that hotel like they have been for summer camp. Yeah. So the government is just, I think it was more headache than it actually probably would help the team. Well, plus with the numbers in the U.S., the COVID always rising, they're probably thinking, we're not letting you guys yeah, in here. Definitely not. So we'll see. We'll keep a close eye on what they do next. So um, next thing was kind of cool I saw, and we're talking about is it's interesting. It is. With MLB, is going to allow the fans to use the app to influence crowd noise during home games this season. Right. And I thought I thought this was cool at first, too, until I found out the catch. Uh, so they're not going to let – they're not going to allow people to boo – if everybody is hitting like the negative button or whatever the case may be where they want to boo, they're just going to lower the crowd noise in general. They're not yeah. going to have any boos. I don't like that. I don't like boo, but I get it. It's a home team app, right? Yeah. Uh, Fans can choose the game from team to root for. Fans get to watch the game live, cheer, clap, or boo virtually in the app, as it says, but we'll see if it actually happens. Well, from what I read, they're just going to lower the crowd noise if they boo. They're not going to let them go boo because you know what would happen? Every single Astros game would just be boos. Most likely, yeah. So it's 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 interesting. We heard you know they have to do the crowd noise. It's, it's fun for participation. Yeah. This will get people to watch the game so they can influence and see what happens. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be it'll take off, but for now, I think it's a pretty cool idea. Yes, yeah, so pretty much essentially, those who log into the app choose which team they're rooting for. Either cheer or boo accordingly. The app will keep tabs on the percentage of fans who are cheering for each team, and they will react and they relate to the staff inside the stadium. Impact the fake noise crowd. Yeah, and also it, it should it's supposed to have some kind of. Um, way where you can see the percentage of people, what they're hitting. So I'm not sure. Do you know what the options are? Like Um, cheering or, I mean, I I don't know if I've heard that. The screenshot that I put up here, it just says fan reaction emojis real time. Okay. Fan attendance percentage and then fans reaction options. I guess there's a boo, cheer, and clap button. So so basically then I guess if you hit blue, uh, boo, cheer, clap, they're going to show what percentage of fans hit that. Yeah, there's like a little arrow, like who's okay, who's more into the app, like during the game. I guess. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll definitely check this out and see if we like it. Yeah. So I don't know if this is going live come Thursday um, with the MLB game with you know the Yankees Nationals. I'll definitely have to click on it <laughs> so, and see. So yeah. So what do you think the impact is of this? Is is it going to have any impact at all in the game? And can people randomly hit? A noise, like say, say we're in a in a boring like pitcher's duel, right? Let's say that the counts like I don't know, two and two. There's nobody on. There's like nothing going on. So you know, you just basically just thrown in there. Nothing crazy. No, no big scenario. But then all of a sudden, ah, everybody starts yeah. cheering. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's gonna be interesting how they play with this app and what how the fans take it and everything. All right. Uh, well, next thing we got to talk about uh, is the MLB contacted teams about rule violations. As in high fives, fist bumps, you know, contact. So what do you think about this? Um, we know there's a rule, you know, there's really much contacting. I like what the Cleveland Indians did. Yeah. With the ankle tap. 
as they walked <laughs> on the field. Like they couldn't, you know, they yeah. high five. They kind of just tapped their ankle, their shoes. So they're figuring ways out. Teams will do more, but apparently MLB sent kind of like a report of a warning because they're definitely going to enforce this, but there's no rule exactly what's going to happen if you don't yeah. follow yeah. this. Yeah, so what I understand is that this is not an optional rule. This is something they're enforcing, and they've already contacted teams during the preseason about it while it's happening. So I just don't – like you said, I don't know what the – what they're going to do if in this situation, but they're definitely taking it serious. They don't want anybody contacting anybody. No high fives. Yeah. Nothing like that. Apparently in section f- four, um, uh, 0.2.1 of the operating manual this year says all tier one, tier two individuals must avoid all physical interactions such as high fives, fist bumps and hugs while at club facilities. Right. So I don't really probably th- thought it was on field. Maybe they're talking about like dirt, like they people saw around, like not on the field. Who knows? Cause Right, but but my thing is, like, you know, you said they don't have any specific penalties. Yeah. Well, if you're going to start enforcing this, then they need to know what's going to be the penalty. Obviously, it can't be something outrageous, but at the same time, they do want everybody to be safe. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, like we said, it's a weird time. Like, what are we doing with this? And, and are, are any other leagues going to take this into account when they get back to st- when they start back up. Yeah. Are we going to get high fives in NBA? I know everybody in NBA in, in the bubble right now, nobody's gotten COVID, so that's a good thing. Yeah, the first test came with zero. Yeah. But then I saw like 59 NFL players got or, well, the first or something, round like, testing, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. And the NFL is going to be the biggest one because they're contact. Ex- and exactly. You can't NBA get around is it. kind of close, you know, but – and then football, you are pounding each other. Well, they're not going to have no preseason this year. Which is crazy. I thought two would have been fine. Like, you got to get ramped up. But now the first couple of weeks are going to be. We're going to see injuries galore. Man. And not only that, like Alan said, it's a contact sport. You're going to get sweat on yourself. You're going to get spit in your mouth or your face. You know what I'm saying? Even a quarterback's going to lick his, his hand and touch the ball and throw it to you. Yeah. So if, if, you know, baseball is doing it where, like, you know, pitchers can have a wet cloth or something. Okay. Is football going to do the same thing now with quarterbacks? But I don't know if it's the same thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a, wondering. A water is not the same as your saliva because you're yeah. going to get a little bit of a stickiness to it, so, which, is what, which is what they're doing. They want to grip the ball. They don't want it wet. Yeah, so now baseball figured out now NFL's got to do it because, you know, training camp, I think, is technically they're supposed to start reporting today or next Tuesday, one yeah. of them like yeah. that. Well, I know, I know this is a baseball show, but I just want to say that uh, I know that the Hard Knocks this year is following two teams, I believe. Yeah, both L.A. teams. Well, I wonder how that's going to work, though. Like you said, training camp and no preseason games. How are you going to cut people? It, and, yeah, like you're going to think like they're probably not cutting no teams till probably like days before the season because you're going to need that many players to do scrimmages. Right. And, and even when you do cut these people, you're going to have to keep them on call because you never know who's going to be out. Yeah. And then um, is there so, going to be a practice squad? And then someone with um, and our fantasy league had a good point. Like what happens if people get COVID for fantasy? Like. Exactly. Are they, <laughs> it's like wow. Like this so, is definitely getting interesting with football and everything. It's like what is going on? But with baseball, it's like you know we are slowly getting no tests. Like the stuff was scary. With Freddie Freeman, right? How he described yeah. his 104 temperature. He Please was don't like praying. Take, to, yeah, praying don't to take God. me. It's like wow. Like he he was like when they said that he was gonna be out longer. Now hearing the story, like yeah, he was definitely sick with it. Yeah. So we'll probably see him in a couple of weeks because he's got to get all back up in shape and stuff. So Braves will be disadvantaged in the first probably week or two of the season with him being out. But you know, what until MLB says something like, okay, first time you do a sci-fi because it's probably human nature. Yeah. Especially walk off the first oh, walk off. Yeah. That's gonna be the test. Exactly. Like where you're just gonna go out and just clap. Nah, you're going to get excited. It's baseball. You only got 60 games. You got to celebrate yeah. those kind of wins. 
So it's going to be interesting to watch. So, And then, so next um, on our topic is, tom- not tomorrow night, so Thursday night, opening night, Yankees and Nationals. Well, we do have a ceremony first pitch. Yeah. Yeah, so Dr. Fossey is going to be throwing out the first pitch in the Yankees-Nationals game, um, which, you know, I get it. it, it he's, he's one of the most popular guys right now since everything's been closed, and he's got to talk about COVID. And he has been announced as called himself a Nat super fan. Right. He wore the Nationals mask at um, recent pictures and stuff. So you know, they pretty much said Dr. Fossey has been a true champion of our country during this pandemic and throughout his distinguished career. So it's only fitting that we honor him by kicking off the 2020 season with the defending World Series championship title with him throwing out the first pitch. Yeah, so the Nationals, uh, they took to Twitter and, and made that response, and uh, you know they really think highly of him. And, hey, you know I'm not too upset about the whole thing. If you want this guy to throw out the first pitch, whatever. Yeah, like <laughs> – Nothing special. Like we were watching TV, right? Which usually don't get to see the first pitch usually on TV. They might, they might this time. I don't so know. this good, is gonna be something special because you point. know it's because you know they're gonna raise the banner. There's yep. no rings. They already you gotta got those. raise the banner. So they'll raise the banner. Then they'll probably do the first pitch, and it's just weird. If they raise the banner, can we do the boo noise? Can we? Can we get that boo? We'll try it. <laughs> we'll be watching Thursday. Hit that boo button. See what happens. Yeah, but that, and then fun. with that, you know, the button. Yankees, Yankees fans are going to be in every game they play. Oh, yes. yes. God, it's going to be annoying. Yes. That's all right. You know what? I'm just glad there's baseball back. I don't care what yeah. fans are there. I'll be in a room full of Yankees fans. It's okay. Yeah. You know, I'm glad because at first we didn't look like we were going to have baseball. Yeah, we're going to be doing KBOs. <laughs> all year. So Exactly. And let's go ahead and talk about some game action. Yeah, let's talk about some recaps this uh, this summer, summer camp is what they're yeah, calling it. Yeah, so pretty it. much... What we'll say the last three days we've had exhibition games Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And there's stuff, of course, this game's going on today, and then also tomorrow, then regular season starts Thursday, right? So, one of the first games that stuck out to us was the Phillies and Nationals, and this stuck out for the main reason was Scherzer. Yes, what happened? Scherzer went five innings, gave up six hits, seven earned runs, two walks, and six K's. He gave up two home runs in the first two innings. That's not like Scherzer, man. Yeah, and he gave up some absolute bombs. Yeah. I, I think he gave one. First it was um, uh, G.D. Glorious, and then Harper hit that moonshot. Yeah, Harper crushed one, and D.D. Glorious just, yeah, absolutely. They're all over it. Yeah. Um, if, if Scherzer, if this was July and the season was going, I would not expect anybody to be doing this to Scherzer. And a lot of people are worried about the Scherzer because Scherzer usually is a little sluggish at first and then gets going. So is this a sign that he's still going to be sluggish coming out the gate? Yeah, you know, and, that's, and that's, he's not the only one. There's a lot of guys who say they start slow and they end up catching up about this time of the year. A lot of people are like, I have a bad April. That's just who I am. So they're going to have to get over that real quick and get going because, like me These and Alex say, this is a race. The, the team that gets hot the fastest is going to be the ones to watch out for. So that's why we're ve- I'm very open-minded to somebody who I'm not even thinking about winning this year because it can absolutely happen. Yeah. Um, so same game, um, Arenado, his final tune-up before the season started, he w- did five innings but only gave up one hit, no earned runs, one walk, and four Ks. So pretty much he's informed. And, of course, Harvey went one for three with his three-run home run. And yeah. Soto went 0 for three with one RBI. That's fine. I'm not too concerned about the batters right now. I mean, they're going to get their groove, but um, 0 for three, he had, a, he had an RBI, so it's not like the worst thing in the world. Uh, Harper hit a home run. He went one for three. That's fine. These guys are going to pick it up. Um, I, I'm thinking we're going to see one or two things during these games. We're going to see either a lot of runs or no runs. It's going because either they're going to yeah. be hot or they're not. But based off of the of what we're seeing so far, there's going to be some runs scored. Yeah, and then, um, 
through some of these games that we're going to talk about, the recaps is some people went straight bullpen the whole games, like to see who's going to make it, who wasn't. Like, um, I know one of them was Giants. Uh, I think last night game they went literally at one pitcher for each inning got to a bat to pitch. So we'll see what happens with that. So the next one is the Yankees at Mets. This was Saturday game. Yeah, well, you know, this might be the Saturday game, but I, I think I watched a couple of the games. One of the games was at uh, City Field. Uh, and the other one was at Yankee Stadium. Yep. Um, but this one in particular, Allen's talking about Porcello went five innings, had six hits, three earned runs, and three Ks. Um, King went four innings, three hits, one earned run, and three Ks. Yeah, it, um, so pretty much King is the possibility to make the team. He looks solid, so we'll see what the Yankees do. Of course, they sit down one of their top prospects today, yeah. their pitcher. So I guess maybe King maybe made it. We'll see. You know, they're filling out the final, you know, the – pretty much roster now like it's kind of well yeah exactly the thing that stuck out to me about this series was um aaron judge i don't think it was on the saturday game no he played Um, the sunday game but he had two home runs yep uh and they're pretty good shots um and then not only that Giancarlo stanton came up and when i saw him at first i was like hold on what's happening here the guy looks small He, he did he's usually like a huge muscular guy but he thinned out um but it seemed not to affect him because he absolutely he hit a absolute bomb to like uh left center in the upper deck yeah so pretty much in that game sanchez stanton both homer then judge homer <laughs> twice okay i don't know alan had all the games down here i had a few yeah okay but yeah man that game you know the mets our mets are getting beat up we need to get out of this funk and get into a groove the yankees are looking like they're ready to go and a lot of um the sunday game was pretty much relief pitchers there was no starter um one of our friends who Yankees fans was talking junk to us. I'm like, you're talking about a triple-A relief pitcher that y'all took deep. <laughs> like, I'm not worried about this. So another game um, was that kind of stuck out to me is um, White Sox and Cubs. You know, they're used to – and then White Sox are getting hot. They won 7-3. Um, their catcher, Grandal, went one for three or two RBIs. So – they're trying to figure stuff down there. Right, and, right. And, and we all think, uh, me and Alan, I don't know, everybody has the same opinion, but I think the White Sox could absolutely have a good run this yeah. year. And then the two games the Dodgers have played so far okay. have been slaughters. Right, right. Well, the first game was Arizona and, and Dodgers. Marte hit a home run for the for Arizona, but then Bellinger went three for four with a grand slam and five RBIs. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah. he's straight MVP ready. He's ready to go. <sighs> Well, you know, yes, Bellinger is absolutely the favorite to be the MVP this year. I think I saw on uh, MLB Tonight or ESPN, one of those where they had people picking who they thought was going to be MVP, Bellinger had all the votes. All of them. Yeah. It was nuts. Um, another game that I wanted to uh, uh, talk about that Alan's probably not thinking about because it's nothing special is Baltimore and Phillies. It was 4-1. to one. But the reason I want to talk about it is because I got <laughs> – Pedro Severino went one for three with a home run, and I got a, a – minor league ball with his autograph so i was hoping a kid would make some noise do you think he's going to be the catcher or at least a backup he could be solid the catcher there for this year until their top prospect makes the team possibly next year and we're not talking about adam rich um yeah that guy not not the other kid what's his name that we we were trying oh chance cisco chance cisco he's about done that's sad so sad so um then yeah then the other um big game stuck out of course nationals in baltimore Strasburg, five innings, six hits, only gave up one earned run and six Ks. Yeah. So he pretty much, you know, he's ready solid. to go. Solid. He's and solid. Howie Kendrick 
like didn't left off from the World Series run. He went two for three with three RBIs in the DH slot. Yeah, so me and Alan were talking about this before we started recording. Um, so as of right now, it looks like uh, Scherzer is going to get the nod for opening day, yep. which I, I don't recall, but I think he's gotten the opening day start the last two or three years. Since he's got been there. He's and Alan made a great point. Strasburg was the World Series MVP. He basically carried the team. He did his thing. He should get the start. He's been with he's been with them his whole career. He just resigned. Like why not? Yeah, and, he, and he's obviously looking a lot better right now. I would start him, especially against the Yankees. Yeah. I understand that Scherzer has a name attached to him, and you know it's Scherzer. But as of right this second, I think Strasburg earned a nod. Yeah, I th- would have gave Strasburg like, look, you earned it. You had a great World Series, got Here a contract, go. everything. Yeah, it was just like um, a couple years ago when they gave. Um, Syndergaard the nod for the Mets, even though DeGrom was technically better, but he had a better end of the year. They gave him the nod for opening day. Exactly. It's if you earned it, like Strasburg, I think earned it. But yes, you know, you know, Max it has the clout. So, um, and then the other, I think there was the other. What is the other Dodger game I had? Oh yeah, last night game. So Arizona and Dodgers again. It was one to twelve. Yeah. Well. Yeah, and that's Peterson, crazy. Peterson, Betts, <laughs> Taylor all hit home runs. Uh, um, their pitcher, uh, Urias? Yeah, went five innings, four hits, one earned run, three Ks. It's like, and then the pitcher for Arizona who started gave it four innings, but six hits and five earned runs. It's like. Yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy, man. Uh, we'll get into who we think is going to be coming out of these leagues a little bit later, but uh, the Dodgers are going to be tough to beat. Yeah, it's definitely going to be tough to beat. I know it's just. Summer camp preseason, but that's that team is, is they're ready. They're 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 hungry. And, and their biggest thing, I think, what shocked everyone today was their top prospect, Gavin Lux, is not making the team. They sent him to the other camp. That's, okay, well, I understand they're doing that. That is not going to last very long. No, uh, because I was wondering if a he lot wasn't. of people have him as the rookie of the year. Yes, I don't. So I don't either. What's, <laughs> but. Um, I would say about 80, 80% of people had him picked. I understand they have a lot of bats, and people, everyone thought he was going to get the second base nod, but I think because there are so many outfielders, I assuming Max Munchie, they can't move him from there. Right, but what about their DH slot? Do you think, I mean, because Muncie or somebody could be a DH or, yeah. or, or Jock Peterson, or did they still have him? God, I don't yeah, know. they have Jock. <laughs> I'm just saying, somebody could be moved around as a yeah, DH, and he could be in there. Um, it was a shocker that came out today. Do you think this has anything to do with his el- eligibility? No. I think it's their time to win. It's time to win. Like they're running out of time. And well, yeah. If it's if it's anybody's time, this is their time for maybe sure. They, maybe they don't think they'll get as many as bats at first, and they'll call them up here soon. But you'd think he'd be on the roster now, since there's 30 people on the roster, and they yeah, start shrinking. Especially in a since weeks. especially since we're only 60 games, I'd throw him in there right now. Get as hot as you can, so you can run with the season. Yeah, you can't come in and have a 30 game season and be like, okay, yeah, that's not going to yeah. work. So that's going to be the biggest factor when we talk about awards is like when you, you rookie of the years, they need to start day one to try to win the rookie of the year awards. So speaking of some injury reports, um, we're going to start talking about first one is the, one of the big one everyone still has questions about is Anthony Rendon with the Angels. Yeah, um, Rendon's not ready to go. Uh, you know, he hasn't been in the lineup. Um, he's still dealing with his oblique soreness resulting from a swing in an intra-squad game last Wednesday. So I don't know. Do you think he'll be ready for opening day? I think he's going to try He's going to try his hardest, and so Joe Madden believes that, yeah, he's probably sore, doesn't want to stress it, but he's like knowing, you know, Rendon, he's probably going to push it and try to play opening day. Okay. Uh, another big one, uh, Cole Hamels. Yeah. Um, this was the back-end starter for the Braves, and 
he's going to be a while, is what the manager of the Braves said. Um, yeah, in January he had a setback. Yep. Um, so he had it's what, a shoulder a tendonitis. Um, well, tricep tendonitis, but his shoulder. So he's got a couple injuries. Uh, <laughs> you can't pitch like that. So that's going to be a big one for the Braves because they need Cole Hamels. Yeah. So if you're losing Cole Hamels, and then of course King Felix didn't does not want to play because of coronavirus. So now they're possible two back end starters are gone. So now they're going to go to the young pitching prospects, which they have a slew. But will they step up? That's going to be the question. Yeah. Uh, so another one we got to watch for is the I guess ever like injured Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton, I know, man. Like it's, former top prospect, you know. Well, I had high hopes for him, uh, mainly because Alan snagged us some autographs. But <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he hasn't played since he you know has left strain in the inner squad game on July thirteenth. He's been able to take some runs, some swings um, during workout on Monday, but it's still unclear if he's going to return for opening day. So it's kind of like that watch and wait, kind of see with him. Yep. So. And then next we have, with the Giants, we have two players for them. We have Brandon Belt and Evan Longoria. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you know, Longoria's kind of been on the downward slope recently. Yeah. Um, so it's not, not huge, but Brandon Belt's a pretty big loss, I think. Yeah, so, you know, you know, first baseman Belt sore right heel, and third baseman both will begin the season with a 10-day injured list to give them both time to ramp up for the regular season. Okay. And, and the next one, I think, is – Athletics is kind of like mm. shoulder, you know, yeah. yeah. With AJ Puck, top prospect, they ever like it, he looked good from comeback from Tommy John last year, and then now he flew to LA to get his shoulder looked at. Right, he's got a shoulder strain. He's on the ten day injury list. I hope it's nothing more, um, but that's you know we'll, we'll get an update as soon as we hear something more. Yeah, and then Orioles, you know, they have two people there, which sucks. You know, John Means, you know, third place rookie of the year vote last year. This is going to be his first opening day nod, and then now he's injured. Yeah, I mean. Some right arm fatigue. Yeah, last year he finished second in the AL Rookie of the Year award. He had a 3.6 ERA and 31 appearances um, with 27 starts. Like you said, that's, a, that's, a, that's pretty big, especially when you're talking about the Orioles. Yeah. The Orioles need all the help they can get. This is not a guy you need hurt. He's got to be healthy. He's got to be playing. Yeah, and then the other guy, uh, Steve um, Wilkerson, had to leave the Sunday game against the Phillies. He's going to have his left finger injured and came, come out to be fractured. So, uncertainly, he might not play this season at all. That's sad. And little fractures. You think, like, okay, he might be out a month or two, but you think that's uh, all we you got. Think that's all we have, yeah. It's crazy. And then next. Yeah, this one. This one. Well, there's a couple, but one of these guys. So, Jet Lowry <laughs> was placed on the 10-day injured list on Monday with his left knee discomfort. He's only played in what was it nine games last season so he signed a two-year 20 million dollar contract prior to last season yeah this guy is never healthy i think he either needs to retire or like people are saying he doesn't want to play for the mets i don't know what it is so the funny thing is he was described full to go early in spring training yeah the little summer camp and like he was good to go the next thing this came out of nowhere like he had a brace on he's still not running 100 percent. so maybe it's just time to give him time to get 100 percent and the other one is everyone was shocked as this came out as we end up recording last week. Yeah, man. At Got the, us scared at, for a second. At the end of our recording last week, me and Alan were done. We're like, no. So DeGrom had <laughs> back tightness. So he was date, listed day to day. There was nothing on the MRI. But he is 
felt no soreness in his back on Saturday, and then we threw a bullpen session. Yeah, he threw like a Pretty, simulated game, and they were saying it was Jacob being Jacob. So, so only thing he said he suggests he might not he might only throw eighty five pitches during the opener instead of around hundred. So, and I'm okay with that. The only thing I'm not okay with is if he throws these eighty five pitches, and the guy who has to make up the slack is uh, um, Familia, and then Familia does Familia things. Yeah, that would not be good. And the last one is um, for the Twins, Jake. Um, Ozini, you know, scratched from a scheduled interleague start Saturday due to upper back tightness, and now he's considered day-to-day. Okay. So, um, well, then you got the Cubs, uh, Anthony Rizzo and Jose oh yeah. Quintana, Quintana. Yes. You know, so, Rizzo's yeah. dealing with his, his lower back tightness for nearly two weeks, so we'll see if he's good to go for opening day. Yeah, and then uh, Jose, he's uh, he's got stitches on his finger, um, so, you know, He's he has, he sustained a laceration in the thumb while washing dishes in Miami. Yeah, um, but it hit a nerve. So that's the big <laughs> thing. It, it hit a nerve. Um, another one we have is Jordan Zimmerman from the Tigers. He has a forearm strain. Yeah, so he's been placed on the 45-day injured list, which most likely could end his career with the Tigers since his last year of his five-year hundred. I mean. Well, yeah, $110 million deal that he signed. Yeah, I know. When me and Alan saw Jordan Zimmerman, it was at, right after he signed his big deal. We saw him down here in AAA, Norfolk, and we got his autograph. We, we uh, got to see him play. Um, I, I kind of had a feeling he was on a downward slope because he was crushing it until then. And this, what, you just never know. An injury can do that to you. What else we got for injury news? Yeah, so I forgot to mention, uh, right before we started recording, there was a couple more injuries that popped up, and it's not looking good because the Braves have already missed out on a couple of pitchers. Well, guess what? They got two more injured on the 45-day DL. Jacob Webb with a shoulder and Phil Pfeiffer with bone contusion. Ooh. So, yeah, man, that's not looking great for them. Better for the Mets, but it's tough. when you, you, Your team relies on pitching to be good. I know their offense is great, but you have to have pitching to get through this. Yeah, um, mm. 45 days, that's pretty much the season. Uh, yeah. Come back, like, the, what, last two weeks before playoffs start? Mm. All right, well. Decisions. So, <laughs> as, you know, summer camp is winding down, like, what do you take from it? Like, what do you think this three-week sprint So if I, could, if I can sum up summer camp in one word, it would be short. Yeah, It was short. I mean, I felt like they barely got started, and guess but, what? Season starting. Yeah, it's funny because I feel like, like, second or third day, it was inter-squad games. <laughs> like it was like, and the cool thing that we've gotten so far has been like the videos from the catcher mound. Like, like I think what is it? I think the Brewers put on their YouTube or MLB put on their YouTube or something. I saw where the Brewers kind of like a GoPro or something on the catcher. Like during like part of the game, they took in like just kind of show the videos and stuff, right? Which was cool. Yeah. And you know, and it's gonna be different. You know, this crazy like we said, like the Red Sox having their suites as you know. Locker room, locker room. Yeah, I exactly. Hope more teams are doing that. It makes sense, especially um, if you don't have fans there. Yeah, the I cutouts mean, I, for fans. Yeah, I like the cutouts, man. I keep trying to. I keep thinking about getting one because I was watching the the game the other day in uh, City Field, and there wasn't that many cutouts out there. I was like, hey, man, there's still some space. What's yeah. up? And then I love today. We talked about before we did is the cutout the Mets did. Yeah, yeah. So for the for the photographer right, for the An- New York, Anthony Cossia. Yes, he was a longtime photographer with the Mets. Um, I guess he passed away during yep due to COVID. Due to COVID, and they're yeah. going to honor him. They're going to give him a cutout. Let's at least take yeah, it. and it's and it's in the photo spot, like where he would be, like perfect. Yeah, that's, it, that's it's, pretty it's cool. awesome. And you know, before the second game that Mets and Yankees played, they did a moment of silence for him because he was just in New York. He did both teams. Okay. So it was, but something special that Mets did, you know, his cutout's going to be there all year. It's going to be something special. 
So it's going to be interesting. So this is where the fun begins. Oh, yeah. Here we go. So with the six-game season, we figure, you know, we've watched the injuries. Now we have to start doing our picks. Yeah. We got to pick who we think is going to happen. I know you heard us talk about this, but that was back in like December or January. Full season, no injuries, hardly. Like, you know, Syndergaard wasn't hurt. This is a different animal. Players not opting out. Like exactly, it, it has changed a little bit. If it, I bet, if I go back and pull my list or watch it, it's gonna be a little different, probably a little bit. All right, so let's start out with the AL. So the AL East. All right, you want to who who you got in fifth? I'm pretty sure I got the same person. Well, I got the Yankees Is it winning the oh, division. Oh, oh winning! I'm just, I just picked the winners. Okay. I got the Yankees winning the division. Okay, I do not. Okay, well let's hear it. I have the Tampa Bay Rays winning the division, and that was a solid second. Yes, so pretty much I have Tampa Bay Rays going 34 and 26, and Yankees finish right behind at 33 and 27. Okay, okay. That's how close I feel like you can pick. Like, well, a lot yeah. of the people who are out there picking teams are are torn between the two because they're that good, and Rays had that good pitching. Yankees had pitching, and then with Severino injury and stuff, and we don't know who's going to be pitching, it's that question mark. Yes, they have the bats. Now, they have a great bullpen, but the starters, it's who's going to get hot first. Yep. It's going to be interesting. Well, okay, yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't dislike that pick at all yeah. because if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be one of those two teams. Absolutely, I'm not discounting any other teams. Like I said, sixty games. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, but the Blue Jays have a big disadvantage this year. Yeah, if you think about it, like really between Rays and we'll say I have Blue Jays at fourth, you're talking six games. I have Blue Jays at twenty eight and thirty two, and Rays at thirty four and twenty six. That's how close. Well, who do you got in third? Red Sox. I have oh, them finished Red at thir- Sox. Yes. thirty and thirty. Okay, I finished about five hundred. That's fair. Because I feel like they might get a little more lucky, and like I said, and then Blue Jays are now even more at a disadvantage with the not having a road, the a home place. So. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, next one would be the Central. I did not change my pick. Okay, I, um, I have the Twins still winning it. Okay, I have the White Sox winning it, and my reasoning behind it is yes, the Twins are beast. But the White Sox just have no ceiling. They can go as high as they can possibly get. Yes. And this would be the year for them to do it. Yeah. I do have White Sox only finishing one game behind them as well. So it's tight, yeah. Yes. Like it's been it's tough. You know, sixty games, it's it's real tough. We're I mean, we're really guessing because sixty games, any team gets hot. A t- an eight game win streak changes your your whole look. And an injury changes the whole exactly. platform, one, especially who it is. Exactly. One person gets injured, if it's a key player, that's a wrap. Yeah. Um, so next one's the AL West. I still, I with AJ <laughs> going down, I had to pick Houston. No, I get it. I, I just can't pick Houston. And I'm my thought process is now there's a short season, anything can happen. So I picked the, the dark, the black horse here is going to be the Angels. Oh, you went dark, dark. I did. And it's just because of the talent mixed with the short season. I like the anything can happen factor in this. Yeah. Um, but uh, if I remember correctly, <laughs> I had Oakland winning because of AJ and all of them coming out. Now with AJ missing time, that's a big pitching it arm is. that they're going to be missing. So I figure Oakland's going to finish a couple games behind Houston. And then with Seattle and Texas, I don't think there'd be a factor. Then, and, then El- and then Angels, my biggest factor is going to be Trout. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm assuming he's his, playing. With his wife having right. the baby, who knows how long he might be out. That's true. For I'm, the birth. And then uh, if they make him maybe quarantine away from the team, like we don't know that, like if he step away from the team. Yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm just basing it off of if he's playing, he's not going to take time. But yeah. well, you, you, you're right. You yeah, don't know. But like I said, between I have Angels finishing third, it's four-game difference. Right. 
it's, it's still you're not going to be this big season where you know you have a ten game lead. It's, Probably it's, not. Yeah, it's going to be a couple. It's coming and, down to the final and week. That's what's going to make it interesting because everybody's going to be on each other's heels. Yeah, it's like okay, you know, so and so's only two games out with four to play. Like who's going to do it? And my thing is, we could see a possibility of multiple playing games when it comes to playoffs. Yeah, that would when be we crazy. talk about that. And so. then it could be a bunch of what ifs. Yeah. <laughs> so the next thing. All right, so next we have the National League picks. Oh, you don't want to go to the wild card? Uh, we can talk about that after all our picks, and we'll go break down the playoffs. Okay. So for the NL East, who do you have? I, I don't know, man. It's hard to pick an NL East winner. <laughs> I got to go with my boys. I got to go with the Mets. I can't yeah. not. I yeah. can't not. I mean, if, I, if anybody has a chance, we're not out of it. Well, if you, th- I have the Mets only winning by one game over the Braves. And if remember, I tagged you in the post, the MLB.com post, they have Nationals, Atlanta, and Mets all tied for the same record Nuts. by their projections. Like it's going to be close, and and they have those all tied, and they're not even thinking about the Phillies. The Phillies could absolutely do the same. Yeah, like I have. It's th- tough. I have Phillies going thirty and thirty. Nats going thirty two and twenty eight. Same with Atlanta. Then us getting in at thirty three and twenty seven. Right, how I feel it's we're that close. Like be. four games, three games out. Yeah, it's going to be close. Like no matter what, and then with the Central, a lot of people were. Toss and torn between this division and that. I've seen people with predictions. Yeah. Um, you want me to go? You yeah, go, go ahead. <laughs> so for the NL Central, I picked the Reds. And the reason I picked the Reds is because of their pitching. Yes. They got Luis Castillo, Sonny Gray, Trevor Bauer. They got Wade Miley, Anthony Desfonte. And yeah. they added power to their lineup. Yeah. I picked the Reds as well and by one game over the Cubs. Um, I think, you know, St. Louis is going to take a step back with losing Azuna, which short game. Brewers, unfortunately, I think they're going to get a couple steps back. And it's weird. Brewers, who, you know, were within a game of World Series two years ago, might finish fourth in this division, how I have it. They might. It, it all depends uh, on who gets hot. You know, if Yellage comes out swinging, they get all. And, but, you know, they're older teams, so this could be one of the last runs for some of the younger people who take over. So. It's gonna be interesting to watch, and then the West. I do. We really do we even have to go, talk about this? Because this division was is so weak. When I started picking, like my whole I'm even like, if the division isn't weak, this team is just that good that yeah. you cannot go against them. I can't pick against the Dodgers right here. Yeah, it's got to be the Dodgers. Yeah, it's the Dodgers. Like I have them winning by I think four or five games over the Padres at second, and it'll probably yeah at least yeah, and it's. Even more, who knows with those possibilities that lineup and everything. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, and like you said, Bellinger's on his tear still. He's not stopping. Yeah. So, all right. So, well, then what we need to talk about is the AL playoff predictions. So the wild card game, since I have the Rays winning the division, I have White Sox at Yankees. Okay. Cool. Cool. I got the wild card. I got the Rays and the Twins. Okay. So I have the Yankees winning that one. I just feel like, you know, they'll probably throw Garrett Cole out there for the one-game playoff against the White Sox, and I think they'll handle it. That's how I have it. Okay. I mean, I didn't really pick the winners all the way. I think at the end of it, I, I picked my uh, World Series pick. So. Okay. Um, so then, of course, then I have, you know, Yankees at Houston with Yankees taking it in five, getting, you know, payback from last year. And then Twins <laughs> and Rays playing, and I think Rays is going to win it in five. Okay. I think that pitching is just – could do it in a five-game series against the Twins. Okay. Um, that ultimately it's going to be Yankees and Rays, which it'd be you know division rival for the AL, and I think Rays is going to get it in seven. Wow. 
You really think the Rays are that I good? Think, I think okay. Rays can do it. If this is going to be the year, I think it, Rays can do it. All right. Hey, I'm with it. They've been sneaky. They've been 100 games the last couple of years. I think yeah. they can probably put together. The young pitchers are all there. They're ready. It just depends. Like you said, whoever gets hot. Because yeah. like I said, I absolutely believe in both teams. So it's they're gonna be, used it's to a, playing with no fans. Exactly. It's a hard... <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a hard one for me to pick, but it all right, is. let's 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 go on. So, who do you have for your AL coming out of the AL? Oh, so I have the Rays coming out of the AL. Okay, Allen has the Rays coming out of the AL. As much as it hurts me, you pick I Yankees. have to pick the Yankees here. I just can't. I, I'm looking yeah. at the teams. I'm trying to be. I'm not trying to favor one team over the other. So I I think the Yankees are going to do it this year. Okay. All right, so the NL playoffs. So yeah. the wild card game, I have Atlanta and Cubs. Yeah, so this is the only wild card game. This is the only game I picked, obviously. But yeah, I got the um, I got the Braves and the Brewers. I know you aren't you aren't with the Brewers. Yeah, Brewers I don't right now, think. Yeah, but I I'm trying to go. I'm trying to look. I'm everything I'm thinking about is based on sixty season. Yeah, who gets hot, who's not. So I'm trying to go against the grain. Yeah. So my wild card with Atlanta and Cubs, I have Atlanta winning. Yeah. Uh, I the young, you know, one of those pitchers will throw out there. I figure they can get over the Cubs because Cubs, they really don't have that pitcher if you think <laughs> about their team. Yeah. Darvis gave up a lot of um, earned runs the other night. You know, John Lesnar is at the end of his career. Alex, it's like who's yeah. going to be that pitcher that Cubs can depend on? Right. Well, even if they could depend on the pitcher, um, in my wild card game scenario, I also have the Braves because I think. The Braves are that good. If, yes. if it wasn't for the Mets, the Braves are going to win that division, in my opinion. Yeah. They, they still can. I, I think the Braves are going to be a really hot team. I, I put them in the same category this year as I would the White Sox. Young and hungry, they're going to, get, they're going to have chances. Yeah. So, then of course, with Atlanta winning the wildcard game, they're going to face the Dodgers in the first round. Yeah, bye-bye them. And Dodgers in four. Well, that would be crazy. But you think so? I think they'll give one. I don't know, man. The Braves, think about it. We're in a short season. Their team is good. Just because it's the Dodgers don't automatically mean they're going to win. No, I'm just, I, I, I was thinking because, you know. I know, but I think. Dodgers are just, you know, especially what that, St. Louis did to Atlanta well, well, last tell you game what, of their playoffs. I actually would love to see that, that situation, and I think it'll go the distance. Um, and the reason why is because you're going to have Acuna Jr. and Bellinger playing each other. Yeah. That's going to be the lineups for, for years to come. That's, that's what people are going to want to see. That's going to be a good, a good matchup. Yeah. So then the other one, of course, is Reds and Mets. And I have Mets winning it in five. Hey, yeah. Because the, they have, I think, better pitching. I think they'll be more hungry. And, yes, and, all their, and all the Reds pitching, a good chunk of them, they're done with the Reds after this year. Yeah. They're one-year deals or one-year left on the deals. But that could be the extra push they need to get through this year and win it. Yeah. But, so. yeah. So then after that, of course, I have Mets versus Dodgers. And it – it was hard for me to say, but I had Dodgers winning it in seven. Yeah, it's just it's tough. It's really it really tough. Like especially what the Dodgers did last two days is the summer camp. I know it's just summer camp, but just watching that lineup, two different lineups, each of each person had at least one grand slam in each game. Sick. <laughs> like they get on base like real quick and then boom. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, man. It, it's is much, this what we're gonna have to deal with? Yeah, I really would like to see another team step up in a short season. It's gonna be tough beating the Dodgers. Yeah, it sure is. So then ultimately, I have Dodgers and Rays. In the World Series? In the World Series. And you got the Tampa Bay? No, I have Dodgers in seven. You okay. get out and finally getting that title they've been crushing for the last, what, four years? Yep. Um, so as much as I didn't want to go with popular opinion, I'm looking at these teams, I'm really thinking about it, and in my World Series matchup, I got the Yankees going there against the Dodgers, yeah. which is what people want to see and what could absolutely happen. Yes. Um, and as much as I hate to say it, I have the Yankees getting number 28. Mm. 
Wow. Yeah. I, I thought they were done at the beginning of the year when we were talking about first preseason when people were getting injured and, yeah, and pitchers the, are going to be out. They need to pitch. Pitchers out. They didn't have any pitching. what's going on. And then with but, Aaron Judge, the injury situation. And they John Carlos out. Stanton and all, all of this. They got lucked out with COVID. But when I'm watching them in summer camp, I know it's just preseason, but they're looking like they're hungry and they're ready to win it. Yeah. And the biggest factor is they try to get the best record they can and get home field because, you know, they're much better at home. So enjoy this one, uh, Yankees fans, because I got you guys winning number 28 as much as I hate to say it. I hope it doesn't happen, but on paper, it looks good. Yeah. So now we talk about the AL awards. We, we decided to do three awards, Rookie of the Year, Cy Young, and MVP. Yep. So for the AL Rookie of the Year, I don't think a lot of people have this man who I have. Well, hold on. Could we have the same guy? Luis Roberts oh, of the Chicago White Sox? I was Sox. about to say. No, I don't have him. Most people had... Um, What's his name? Was it the guy who's got sent down, or is that is that, that the league? No. no. Okay. Okay. Well, obviously, my rookie of the year is not the popular pick either. I have Casey Mize. Okay. I think he could do it. It's a short season. This is why I'm going with it, against the grain. My thing is with him, is he going to have the production behind him to get wins? Look, and look at situations. DeGrom. I don't, yes. I don't care about wins. I'm just thinking, I'm thinking about talent. The way Luis is hitting bombs. Hey, man. It can it, happen. It, and a lot the, of people think yes. that he is could be something like Mike Trout. He could be a prospect. Wise. No, I, no, I'm look. I'm not saying that his his uh, ability is not going to be superstar status. I'm thinking about this year, right now. Who could possibly get it done? He's going to be great. And then my thing is with White Sox. I have him in the wild card game. That could be more influence. Like he went, he helped yeah, that team absolutely. get over that hump. That's why I was like, I, no, I like the pick, man. I, especially I like with it. him stumbling over the after hitting a home run, and you have to get up and like, <laughs> oh, I hit it out. Yeah. He has the power. Everyone's said, like, this is the kid that we need to watch. Well, like I said, preseason, yeah. I'm liking the White Sox. Yeah. So, yes, absolutely. Um, Cy Young. Oh, yeah. Who do you got? Ah, Garrett Cole. Yeah. I, I think he should have won last year, <laughs> and I think he'll do it this year, especially with that lineup. He'll get w- even more wins. Unfortunately, yeah. I think he could have got 20 wins this year with that lineup if they played a full season. I, well, yeah, I agree. Uh, he is obviously the favorite going into yes, this season. Clearly. Um, but I'm not looking at that. I told you guys we've got 60 games to play, and I think these young guns are going to show you something special. I have Shane Bieber. I could see that happening. I, I, I could too. I mean, obviously, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Shane could be in that three. Yeah, he would be my top three. <laughs> right. Definitely. Well, I mean, obviously, we know that the, the guy you picked yeah. is obviously number one, is supposed to be. Yeah. But, but you know what? I got him in the mix. Yeah. Bieber is definitely, you know, with Cleveland trading their two pitchers last year, everyone thought, like, what are they doing? Exactly. And then Bieber just stood up, made the All Star game, started the All Star game, and yeah. has n- did not look back. He's going to make it his team. So definitely he could be that guy. And then MVP, who do you got for MVP? Well, I I, I'm assuming we have the same guy here. Uh, well, maybe not. Nope. Okay. I doubt we well, do. Okay. I have Mike Trout. Until he to- shows me he's not the best player to play the game right now, he's going to be my pick. Yeah. If it wasn't for the short season and then him possibly missing time because his wife having the baby. I understand. I couldn't pick him because I feel like he could miss like a week. Maybe the baby morning could. Would be a couple of days. And with this short season, all games are going to count. I'm giving my edge to Alex Bregman of the Houston. That's, yeah. He and that came could, in second last year. I think he'll have something maybe to prove. And then maybe. If, if Trout if steps hit. away, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that's a good pick. Obviously, Bregman is good. Um, when he's not cheating, I hope he's good. Um, 
But like I said, if Trout's in the game, yeah, I got to go with him. Trout's healthy, plays pretty much all of them, but like misses like one or two games. Right. Because he lucks out because the baby's born. Like they have an off day, and then he takes like two games could off. Be. Could be. He could get lucky, but and it all depends. Like does he – and then Trout could be like, I'm not coming back. Yeah, but my, my thing is not only does he always – he's always in the running. He's doing great. Yeah. His team has been improved. His team is getting better. He's got guys around him who can make him shine even more. So that's why I think Trout's got a really good shot again. Oh, yeah, definitely. So now with the National League Awards, so my rookie of the year is definitely feels better because a lot of people have Gavin Lux of the Dodgers. Now he's not even making the team. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Uh, right about the time we were recording, Alan told me that uh, Lux – Gavin Lux is not not making the team. Not right now. So he could still get pulled up. He could still be the rookie of the year. Everybody has him picked as it. Yeah. But I did not pick him because, like I said, we're going against the grain. So who do you have? I have that Asian. um, Oh, you got Akiyama? Yes. I think with the Reds, they can pull the division this year, and I think he could be the factor and win rookie of the year. You know what? I might be related to this guy. My mom's maiden name is Akiyama. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be some shit. That would be cool. Uh, so the guy I'll talk about, I think his name is Shogo. Yes. Uh, so Shogo Akiyama, uh, he played he's in, played in Japan. He's 32 years old. He's going to be an older rookie. Yeah. Um, but he's getting it done over there. I mean, he gets yeah. about 20, 24 home runs and about 90 RBIs. Uh, he hits good. You know, all the guys that get, we get from Japan are all around good players. Um, you're right. With this season With and his Reds, talent. the absolutely. talent. He- I really thought about him for a second, man. I, I was like, this guy is pretty, pretty good. Gavin Lux was a good option. I, and then I thought about Dustin May with Dodgers as well. And I'm like, who else is a good? So and, then, and, and I'm like, you know what? I think he could do it because he is older. It's not like he's, he's he, out pitching. Well, he, yeah. So he's like, what, 31, 32? He's, yeah. he's in his prime and he knows what he's doing. And the Reds, I think, could steal that, that division out of nowhere with the pitching everyone they that, added. That's crazy to think about. I just thought about it. Um, a Japanese player came over to the Reds. That normally doesn't happen. Yeah, usually I the remember, West Coast team. Exactly, because when you Darvish came, he went the, the farthest yeah, east, and that was in Texas. Texas, exactly. Teams. <laughs> so that is interesting alone. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so that's a great pick, man. I like it. So, Write that down, everybody. Akiyama might win the Rookie of the Year this year. Wouldn't surprise me. I picked somebody else, though. I didn't go with Lux. I went with Carter Kaboom. He's the Nats' new third baseman. He is 22 years old. He's got this new opportunity with Rendon gone. It's time for him to shine. He's He's been hyped up. He's taking over third base. Is he I like taking it. third base? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming he's taking third base. I would think, like, I was worried. They're like, going to find a spot for the kid. Yeah, there's a most likely he'll take third. If not for, I forgot who the other player they're considering. I'm like, well, if he gets the role, and everyone's been talking about this prospect for a while, that's, I'm like, that's what I'm saying. This guy is getting hyped up, and he's on the championship team, the Nationals. And even though they lost Rendon, their team is still great. Look at it on paper. I don't care what you have to. Everybody from Trey Turner on down is solid. Yeah, I think that's why they let and, Rendon walk. Right. Because they first they went off after Strasburg and signed him first. Because they know a pitching is special. And then you have this guy that could possibly replace Rendon, but let's try to go after Rendon. Let's give him some back-end money, and Rendon didn't want it, and he ended up going to Angels. But, but that's what I'm saying, though. If you look at the Nationals, though, they're so good that if you throw this guy in the mix, he's got to do pretty decent because he's going to have the opportunity is all I'm saying. Yeah. He's going to have the opportunity, and I, like, I think he'll take advantage. It's a good possibility, yeah. If he makes the team, and like I said, most likely most of these rookie the years got to be make the team start out and get hot like there's no like trying yeah. to figure it out <laughs> i agree as a rookie you got to get hot now because guess what if you're not getting hot they don't have time for you to go into a 10 game hitting slump somebody's gonna have to take your spot yeah <laughs> so next we have the Cy young winner um do we have the same guy i mean i don't know about you but everybody is hating on my boy 
I got DeGrom, three-peat. Yes. He's hungry. He earns it. Everybody hates on him. I was looking at ESPN and, and whoever else and whoever they picked. They had like four votes go to DeGrom, and then nobody else had faith. Everybody else was going with somebody else. I was like, you guys don't have faith? He is a two-time defending champ, and he's doing it with no run support. Give my man some run support. Let him throw a one ERA. You guys are going to be all over him. Yeah, I have DeGrom as well. I feel like, you know, it's his prime now. He's ready to go. And, like, Look, we're looking at a possibility of um, a – Stick with uh, Randy Johnson was the last one to have a three-peat. And Randy Johnson, you know, is a beast. Yeah, you're talking about, I think it was 99 to 2002. He had three years with, with Diamondbacks. We're possibly looking with DeGrom. Like, he's putting his factor in. And not only that, DeGrom came up late. He, his rookie season, he was like 30 years old or 20. He was up, he was up there. Yeah, he's 32 or 3 now. Right, so uh, what all I'm saying is DeGrom took the long path. He was like a shortstop converted. He has been He won the Cy Young Award with, like, 10 wins. He had less than a 500. What, all I'm saying is he's not getting run support. He is breaking barriers by winning this, this award, giving his support he's getting. This year, the Mets are going to be hungry. I don't care what DeGrom has to do. He can go win 20 games out of 60, or he could win whatever, four. Yeah. All I'm saying is he's got, he's got the opportunity. I think a three-peat is right there. And he's making the, his Hall of Fame. And then a simulation game the other day, they said, well, DeGrom's back. He's doing DeGrom things. That's, what, I, that's what I'm saying. DeGrom is trying to make his – yeah. Hall of Fame numbers there. He's trying to say, hey, look, guys, I'm going to be there. Yeah. And then MVP, who do you got for the NL MVP? I got Ronald Acuna Jr. I think the kid is great. I don't know how he doesn't win it. Solid pick, yeah. I do like it. I think he definitely is definitely going to be in the top three, if anything. I um, like the kid. Yeah, I do too. My pick, I couldn't pick no one. I picked a Dodger because I figured someone from the Dodger team So you picked Bellinger? I picked someone. It could someone? be Betts. It could be... Uh, it could be uh, whoever is going to be the best at the Dodgers. I feel like has a chance to probably win MVP. And you're, you're probably not wrong because yeah. the Dodgers are going to be the team most likely going to represent the NL. And obviously, somebody from there is going to yeah, have to shine like, for them to do so. Like whoever shines the most could possibly get the votes because they'll probably have the best record. Whoever the, who had the hottest, and then like I said, we said last week, Bellinger could hit 400. Betts could possibly do it too. Depending on who gets hot, like. Something that factor, whoever is the best on the Dodgers could easily win it. That's why I was like, who do I pick? I'm like, I'm just going to put Dodger because uh, yeah, well, who knows who, I, who's going to pick. So, Kershaw? Could he throw it in there? I'm just, I'm just saying, I, I didn't I – didn't, I had Acuna Jr. But Acuna if was I, possibly one of my top, and I was thinking about it. Well, if I didn't pick him, it was going to be Bellinger. Yeah. Um, so I think that's all of the awards that we have. Yeah, we just did those three, and then so – and then other news that kind of came out <laughs> as we're coming over here. Yeah, we got some, some light news. One of the stories that I wanted to talk about was um, my player, unofficial player of the week, is Jorge Lopez. And the reason is, is because he plunked Altuve and Bregman back-to-back at bats. <laughs> Finally. Everyone's wondering, like, who's going to be the first and, the, I guess, little well, summer camp. Exactly. But, but it, it's going to be going on. Friday's going to be the test. Yeah. I mean, it's, hey, they'll get their on-base percentage will rise, but I don't know if they're hitting percentage well. Yeah. So uh, another um, kind of story came out is New York Mets um, stud, rookie of the year, defending rookie of the year, P. Alonso is going to be mic'd up for the season and 
going to be published on his YouTube channel. And this is crazy. This is cool. I like this a lot because he's going to be mic'd up every single game. And and people know that he's going to be mic'd up, so they're going to interact with him too. Yeah. And I think it's cool because we said this is something that they should have done throughout the whole league. Absolutely. They should, have been, they should be doing this during live games so we can hear it. Yes. They should have had a more day games most likely so kids could watch it since they're stuck at home and whatnot instead of some later games. But mic up to get the kids more interested. And that's exactly what they should do. Um, my question was when I saw this, you know, he's going to post his highlights to YouTube. And I was like, whoa, is he going to get paid for this? Or is YouTube going to claim this? because, Or is MLB, MLB going to claim this because MLB doesn't want anybody talking about MLB stuff? That's yeah. us. Um, but I found out that MLB is going to help produce this and provide content. So I'm sure he has something worked out with them. Yeah, they probably take like half the monetization if they probably something like that. So, yeah. Um, you have anything else? Yeah, I got one more thing. The, the last thing was a, not, kind of a side note. I don't know too much about the person, so I don't want to go into details. But the Giants have their first per, oh, yes. uh, woman to coach in the MLB field. It was Alyssa Nacken. She became the first woman to coach at first base. She yes. went into first base in the preseason game. Do you think this will happen in the regular season? I mean, why did they even put her on first base? I think it's slowly just get her comfortable out there because I think – because. Clearly, the manager said he wanted her, I think, if I believe something, in Phillies, and it was kind of pushed off. Okay. So that's one of the things he definitely wanted when he got to San Francisco, and I like it. Um, yeah. If you had the skills, why not? And then I feel like it's like, okay, look, you want to get your feet wet? We're going to send you out in first base. Right, and obviously this is not no publicity stunt or anything. No. That she earned her spot there, so yes, I like it. Yeah. Um. So pretty much that is going to be the show for this week, and it's interesting because now we – Get to talk about baseball again. Finally, we get to talk about baseball. If you stuck with us through this whole time, we made it happen. But now we actually get to talk about stuff that we're talking about. Yeah, because now we like baseball. There will be on our YouTube channel, most likely there will be highlight commentary of certain clips, breakdown. Unfortunately, there shouldn't be any fights and bras because there's been a zero tolerance for that this year. Look, and if you're still watching, we are in my garage and it is 115 degrees in here. Please Support us. <laughs> we need to get an air conditioner. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. You know, we stuck it out. We were gearing up, and then, of course, Corona happened. Yep. And now we are 48 hours or less than 48 hours away from meaningful baseball. Yes. With Yankees and Nationals at 7 o'clock on Thursday. Who do you guys have, Yankees or Nationals? So if don't forget, put your picks in to try to win that $100,000. Yeah, don't forget. So if you haven't done it yet, do it tonight. You know, Who do you got? I have not finishedly feel it. If I got to think about it, I'm going to go Yankees opening night. I pick Yankees that, that as well. Garrett Cole is going to shut them down. I think Scherzer might mess up, and I think Yankees will take them deep. Yeah, Scherzer get out in five or less. So it's going to be interesting, and it's going to be, you know. Don't quote me. <laughs> and it's going to be weird, you know. ESPN did it for the Mets game when they showed it on Saturday. They're not there. So they're going to be kind of what they did at KBO, like at their home. So okay. it's going to be an interesting season, but we can't wait. And I can't wait to talk about it more with y'all. Can't wait to talk about real baseball, guys. So please like, share, and subscribe. Share us with your friends. And we can't wait to see you this season and talk about baseball. See ya. All right, everyone. Thank you for checking out this episode. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. Share it with your friends. Don't hog the goodness here from Double A Sports with your friends. And if you want to take that step further, please click on that Patreon link that's in that YouTube, you know, description down there. We do monthly giveaways, gifts from us if you do different tiers, and you will get most likely everything we do here at Double A Sports a day early, if not more. So please share that with your friends also. We'll catch on next time. Peace. 
For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. That's right. For the record, you ain't trying to grow, then it's done for you. That's right. For the record, lab on me going all the way. All the way. For the record, ain't trying to link no time to wish.